When you're building a culture of belonging, every word counts. That's why Textio brings the world's most advanced language insights into your hiring and employer brand content. Our industry-leading approach to artificial intelligence and machine learning provides the tools needed to find more diverse candidates. In short, Textio builds more equitable workspaces, guiding businesses and writing more inclusive job posts. And we're building on that success by bringing even more products to the market for all people who share our belief that language matters. Words have power. And at Textio, we harness that power to increase the access and availability of value-driven work for everyone. Hey, 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 and hello. Hey, y'all. Welcome back. Welcome back to Dump DEI Dissecting the Data, part two. I am so glad to have you back. This is a mini series that I decided to do when I launched the Destination Dump DEI Live event to be held in beautiful downtown Portland, Oregon, September 20th through the 22nd, uh, because we must focus on alleviating anti-blackness. But prior to that, before that, before we can get to that point, what we must absolutely do is unpack and dissect the data. Because the interesting thing about the DEI field, the interesting thing about the DEI space, the interesting thing about DEI is the fact that DEI was created based on data, right? DEI was based on data. The data originally, I would say, uh, was part of the data which made up the justification for needing uh, a government agency called the Equal Employment Opportunity Commission. Now, a lot of people may have never heard of it. Uh, Black people who have jobs uh, in the government, jobs in business have definitely heard of the EEOC. People who have worked in uh, schools or in public sort of settings are probably most familiar with the EEOC. But I want you to Google the EEOC and the inception of the EEOC, Equal Opportunity Employment Commission, to see how long we have tracked data around equitable work, equitable workplaces, and pay. And once you do that, then I want to come back and I want to have an even more robust conversation. But between now and then, I want to welcome you again to Dump DEI, <laughs> Dissecting the Data Part 2. And today, uh, I want to talk a little bit about some data from SHRM. So I pasted a link in the chat. Uh, which is actually the link from uh, some data that we talked about last time. In part one, last week, Dump DEI Dissecting the Data, we talked about uh, a report that LinkedIn uh, had done. And, and basically they said, oh, yes, we know we have more work to do. But isn't that always how it is? Don't we always know we have more work to do? 
But isn't it always how it is? The fact that we have the data, the fact that we know, right, uh, how we have gotten to that point and we know how to fix it. The bottom line, what we haven't discussed in discussing the data is why nobody is acting on the data. So, hey, if this is your first time joining Dump DEI, if this is your first time hearing the phrase, hearing the expression and hearing my voice, I want to make sure you get to know who I am. My name is Vonda Page. I am the Radical Results Mentor for leaders looking to level up and managers making moves. I am the CEO of Radical Change, a revolutionary coaching a coaching firm really focused on alleviating anti-blackness and really developing right the skills the strategies through tools techniques and times that leaders need to really level up when they want to go from a leader to a legend right i think i believe i have learned that leadership is more than just your current job and what you do every day. Leadership is bigger than your paycheck. Leadership is bigger than your title. Leadership is bigger than what you are doing at any point in time. Leadership is how you live. And it takes time, right, to develop the the, the habits, right, and the mindsets and the behaviors that we become accustomed to. And those same mindsets, behaviors, patterns, and habits that we've become accustomed to, those things, right, um, are ingrained in us, especially the longer we've had those habits, patterns, um, and and uh, and continuing uh, mindsets, right? And so when it's time to really level up, when it's time to go to another level, when it is time to really take your leadership, right, to a whole new a new place, right? A transformative place. When it's time to take your leadership to a transformative place, you have got to do something unfamiliar. You've got to do something you've never done before. And I believe that it really means getting uncomfortable. It means taking time, right? And being in a community where you can be held accountable, accountable to grow, accountable to challenge yourself, accountable to be vulnerable, right? Which is literally the strongest thing we can be, right? So some people might say, okay, well, you know, vulnerability, I hear a lot about it, you know, and, 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 you know, people talk about it. Let's talk about what it actually looks like for a second even though, you know, that's not the, the primary con uh, content of what I'm going to get into. But, but it really looks like transparency. And it really looks like completeness in terms of an expression of where you are, an expression of what you are going through at any given time. So some people may say, okay, well, if I am, you know, on social media or 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 on YouTube or, or or doing a podcast or doing something and I'm talking about, you know, the struggles and challenges of being a black woman woman, especially in, you know, uh this society that is so hostile and so overtly, um, egregiously proactively 
aggressively trying to kill black women every day. Whether it's trying to kill us mentally, physically, emotionally, or physically, that's what it has been ever since we stopped working for free. Ever since we started mouthing off or talking about our injustice, there's always been a consistent effort to not only shut us up, but to make us comply. There's always been a consistent effort not only to shut us up and to make us comply, but to humble us, to make us feel like we're not worth anything. Because to make us feel like, like, like there is something inherently wrong with us when the whole situation is that there's something inherently wrong with the system. There's something inherently wrong with the structure. There's something inherently wrong with the standards, with the laws, with the guidelines, with the commonalities, what we've allowed to become normal. And so as a radical results mentor, and so as CEO of a revolutionary coaching uh, firm that focuses on delivering right radical results in terms of your ability to be able to level up and go to another level and advancing your leadership so that you are making an impact that is going to be lasting that is going to be legacy building that is going to be legendary it has to have meaning it has to make sense it has to be measurable it has to matter and money is only part of the equation right the other equation, the rest of it, is around how do you want to live? How do you want to be known for? What do you want to leave in the world? And what do you want people to say or think or believe about you when you do leave the world? Do you just want to be a person that was talking shit and spouting numbers about what we do know and really not doing anything? And so, although I know that, you know, it's going to lose um, people, I really don't care. Uh, I have to be true to myself and I have to be true to fight for my freedom because it is the duty. It's my duty. It's all of our duty, but it's our duty. And it's my duty to fight for my own freedom. And it is my duty to win my own freedom, whatever that means. If that means before I be a slave, I'll be buried in my grave and go all home to freedom, go home to glory, then that's what it means. And so we can look at enslavement in different ways. And I think the way that I mean it in the most serious is the mental enslavement that comes by believing what we are told and accepting the stories of others, accepting the data from others, and not using our own data, not being true to ourselves and who we are, and not putting our skills, our talent, our tools, our resources to use to make the world better. And so for me, as a Black woman, I'm the one at the bottom. I'm the one fighting for my life. I'm the one fighting for the life of my own offspring, who's a black woman, and her future offspring, and the future offspring of every black woman who decides she wants to bring 
children into the world and for those who don't even have a choice. The world is not <laughs> going great. The best people are not in charge. The best people have never been in charge. The best people are mad that we know that they are not the best people. The best people have a lot of the best people working for them who don't realize that they are serving interests that are to the detriment of themselves and even, you know, more so and greatly so to the detriment of black women. And I'm not going to be quiet about it. I'm not going to not talk about it. I'm not going to let you piss on my head and tell me it's raining. I am not going to uh, make you feel good about the pain you are causing me. And so I know what that does is attract the people who are on this same tip and it repels the people who are not. And for that, I am super, super grateful. So let's get into this data. Let's talk about the data. Let's talk about it. Because um, one report that I usually get every year is um, a report who uh, from SHRM, um, and they do like every year they measure, you know, DEI at work, right? And so um, they uh, do a, what they call a broad-based global industry study, right, in these five steps. Um, and maybe they do. But it doesn't really matter because the bottom line is it doesn't ever net in any improvement for black women. But this report, uh, what I think is hilarious, is the first line in the report. So the first report, the first line or the first sentence in the report says, while news, this was the 2020 report, right? And it talked about coronavirus, blah, 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 blah. But it says uh, a top news is the violence and discrimination towards Asian people in the workplace is part of the news. But the report is most companies are going through motions of DEI. Guess whose report that is, y'all? That is SHRM. SHRM is the Society for Human Resources Management. SHRM is ran by a uh, right-wing black coon. Look it up. Um, and they say that most companies are going through the motions. So they know that. But here's the first line. Here's the first line of the report. Core attempts to approve DEI are falling short, according to new resource research that raises serious doubts about traditional approaches to the business and social issues surrounding DEI. So they know that they're not doing the work. They know it. This is SHRM. SHRM has access to the top government reports. The uh, CEO or executive director or whatever he is of SHRM was on the uh, campaign for the previous president, the person that became president in 2016. Okay? They know what they are doing. And so these reports, these numbers, these numbers are letting everyone know what is the status in this country and who gets viewed in what type of value. And people are missing a boat. Okay, here we go. Roughly 80% of companies are just going through the motions and not holding themselves accountable. This is, according to the report, elevating equity, the real story of diversity and inclusion. 
I'll include the link for you. The report is based on survey responses from 804 HR professionals working in a range of industries. Now let's talk about these 804 HR professionals. Do you think out of 804 HR professionals, um, let's see, 10%, 80, 40, uh, 15, do you think that 120 of them were black women? I would love to see the pictures just the thumbnail pictures of all the people who participated. I guarantee you 90% of them are, uh, 80% of them are women. Uh, and uh, of that 80% of the women, um, 80% are white. 10% will be a mix uh, of black, Latinx, mixed race people. And the other 10% will be Asian. It might even be 15 or 20% Asian. There'd be probably 20% um, uh, uh, non-binary and queer, queer folks, um, you know, that may or may not identify, but it's not made up of black women. It's not made up of people who have the most marginalized, most, exp uh, you know, oppressed experience. It is not. It's not. Okay. The next thing says this report uh, researchers mapped 84 DEI practices to determine the five essential stat strategies and 15 practices that have the greatest impact on business, organizational, and workforce outcomes across all industries, geographies, and company sizes. Organizations tend to resort to legacy tactics of bias training, diversity recruiting, and programs that sometimes backfire and contribute to more division than unity, recording, according to the report. They know that these reports, these studies, these efforts, the work, they absolutely know what they are doing. And they absolutely know that the gaslighting that is taking place is harmful. They absolutely know that is one of the reasons why people are leaving the workplace. And I am telling you, I'm not going to fall for the quiet quitting bull and that BS, people are allowed to quit jobs and leave plantations. The problem is the quitting, the mindset of the, the slave master has not yet died. And so that's why when somebody quits, it seems egregious. The master of the, the mindset of the slave master is prevalent in the mindset of today's power holders and those who have control. And so... The slave master mindset is you can't have nothing but for me. You only exist but for me. You exist to please me, to serve me, to do whatever I tell you to do. And I get to exploit your gifts and your skills and your talents, your hopes and your dreams for my own benefit, for my own perversion, for my own corruption, for my own benefit over and over and over again. And I'm going to give you the data that proves it. I'm going to give you the numbers that prove it. I'm going to put it in your face by telling you that you need to do more or you need to be better or you don't understand or you need to wait your turn. Huh? Well, listen, if, if white women want to only make 80 cents on a white man's dollar, that's on you. 
I want every dollar of mine. And I know that nobody is going to pay that to me. I know that I have to earn my money. I know that I have to earn my money through my company. And I know that I am going to earn my money through my company. And I know that I will make more money on my own working for the next 20 years than I have already made working for the last 30 years. I absolutely know that 100%. And, and I know that I am going to be able to grow and thrive in the way that suits me, the way that it needs to be, period, period. And I am absolutely 100% excited about my future. But a lot of people don't understand that and don't have that mindset. And so the way I look at it is that it is super critical to take the data, to take these kind of conversations, to take this information and to throw it out there, to put it in their face, to hold people accountable and say, well, you already said it. So if you know it, why aren't you doing anything? The reason is because nobody has had the guts, the bona fides, the strategies, the skills, whatever. I don't know. But nobody's had the balls to do anything about it. Nobody's had had whatever. We are we know the information. 2021 is not the first report. We've been getting these reports. The EEOC has been a thing since the 70s. Why aren't we doing anything? Because the people that are in charge are not going to relinquish their power. The people that are in charge are not going to relinquish their power. And that is where we are. We know the data. We have the details. Companies are going through the motions. Just like companies are going through the motions, so are so are the practitioners. And so I'm going to leave it at that. My phone is going crazy and so many things are happening technologically right now that it is busting up my groove, y'all. But you know, I'm here. This was part two, dissecting the data, dump DEI. I'm Vonda Page, the Radical Results Mentor for Leaders Looking to Level Up and Managers Making Moves. I'm the CEO of Radical Change. Go to VondaPage.com to learn more. Go to DumpDEI.com to learn more. And hey, I will talk with you soon. Living Corporate is brought to you by Doximity. Doximity is committed to fostering an inclusive and diverse work environment where differences are valued, practices are equitable, and employees experience a sense of belonging that allows them to bring their full, authentic selves daily. As medicine's largest network, there's an elevated level of responsibility to everything we do. We don't take that responsibility lightly and are committed to working towards a more equitable world inside and beyond our virtual office walls. So if you want to learn more about Doximity, go to your app store and type in D-O-X-I-M. 
I-T-Y. Again, that's D-O-X-I-M-I-T-Y.